following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And we are nobody's underdog. <laughs> you saw that? Is Mick Shots high noon on a Thursday inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco? Game on. We are nobody's underdog. Nobody's underdog. That's what he said that I couldn't hear <laughs> at the very end at of his very press conference. But you couldn't he hear. Asked, I couldn't. I was sitting right there, and everybody laughed, and I didn't hear you it. You didn't catch it. Okay. Yeah. It's not like he just, you know. I heard the five point. It. Oh, yeah, he just got like, hey man. <laughs> you know, they, he as asked, soon as he said it, he, he asked even, what was the line, and they said five points. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, no, whoa, what, whoa, whoa, whoa. He, no, it was like, it was like. Who's favored? Right. Yeah, right. Are <laughs> uh, we? We no, no. Oh, I'll just say wow. this: we're nobody's underdog. Nobody's underdog. You can quote me on that. <laughs> well, I'm going to write that down. There I'm you quote, go. I like that's that. right. I and, like that. And so I was thinking that's going to be in three inch headlines. <laughs> Bulletin board we, material on we, the West Coast. We will Coast. win the game, and and nobody will know that he was smiling the whole time. Right? He's, no, no. That's, the the that's aesthetics how, don't go well with that. That's how the banner yeah. headline. Get started. <laughs> five, know, right there. Five points. Oh, Who's favored? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, we, uh, he didn't want to be uh, assumptive. That's and right. You know, like, that's well, right. We, that was what was funny right. about it. He, it was like, he, oh, he, right. really, he really thought that the Cowboys would be favored. Right? Three and one against two and two, right? That's right. It's a no-brainer. Uh-huh. That's what he's thinking. Oh, it must be, uh, is it? Oh, right? Is it? No? <laughs> well, you know what? Wrong? That fits right into what I was going to write for Friday. There you go. Because I was going to start off with saying, uh, so why not the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Now I got my quote to go with it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Five. It started at four. It's up to five now. Well, five point five, wasn't it? A five and a half, I think. Yeah, I think that's okay. what they said anyway. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I'm sorry. Have we shown to be that inept? All I know is their offensive <laughs> line hasn't gotten more healthy. Is yeah, because it was four. Someone told me four yeah. the other day, yeah. and I said, "Well, that's still what they're lot. factoring in on that from the start, yeah, it's three points, home to, home three points home, home, home field, and then backup quarterback, one for another Cooper rush." Now they've added another point. Yeah, and but half. What, what do they? What they have to subtract as well? Well, because they suck right now. I mean, let's just be real. Well, the, the, ask your bookie. <laughs> <laughs> Only he can answer. Um, and so that shows what the run is—the early run on the game is. Sure. That until um, so they're, you know, they—they they don't trust us. They really don't. No one trusts us after mm-hmm. last year. We're looking so good. And we so tank, the, we tank it, in the playoffs. Well, so clearly the betting money on the four point was that it was going all Rams. It was mm-hmm. going too high. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they raised it to five and a half now. <laughs> yeah. So it's there a, you go. It's and, and it's that's so McCarthy's got his Saturday night yeah, speech written that he didn't never so it says use he's it. never used it before, <laughs> and I don't know that he will we're now. No underdogs, guy. Where nobody's under. That's a Bill Parcells quote right there. Right. Where nobody's underdog. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like something he would say. But he'd be like, 
he'd sneer when he said it. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't smile. Would he say it in the press conference? Or just to yeah. his team. Oh, he okay. would. Because yeah. that's wow. how he talks to the team, right? Exactly. He'd say I mean, what do you think Jimmy was doing, right? He was talking to the press. He wasn't he talking, was talking with Randy to your Galloway. team. Yeah, he your was, team can hear you. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like, oh, now we got to. It's like Jerry said, I'm, you know, when I make my bet with my mouth, you know, now I got to cover the check. Mm-hmm. That's right. What, what, and the gather, what if you're going to talk the talk, don't write a check. Don't write a check. With your mouth that, that you your can't. ass can't cash. Oh, that's <laughs> there you go. That's, right. we go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's what I got out of Mike McCarthy's right. press conference this morning. Yeah, there wasn't uh, anything kind of meaty or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Let me. Well, that sure did spice here. things up a little bit. I tell you, uh, he's very complimentary of Aaron Donald. Very complimentary <laughs> of Wagner. Very complimentary yesterday of Matthew Stafford. Uh, I love I love the exchange on uh, Trayvon Diggs. This the the oh yeah the ask again. Well, uh, okay, I just I just said that, and uh, okay, let me come up with some more adjectives. <laughs> uh, well, hilarious. I just hope everybody is watching. Trayvon Diggs and not buying what all these analysts say about he he gambles, you know, that's why he gets all these interceptions. I want him to know that right now he's leading the league in passes broken up. Yes, he is. So and and critical ones too, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking end zone. Uh, third down touchdown plays. Save, touchdown saving. Yeah. Right. Third down plays. I mean, you're it you're you're ending their their possibilities of coming back. He's got nine pass breakups in four games. That's a lot of pass breakups. Right? <laughs> That's a lot of pass breakups. Did you breakups. used to count yours or you just I counted never interceptions? Did. Yes, I just counted interceptions. <laughs> I don't even think we went for PBU. I'm PB sure they didn't. They, they didn't. they probably track didn't that. track it. They didn't, they didn't keep track of sacks until 19. You know what You know what I called a pass breakup? A missed interception. That's what I call it. Uh, <laughs> so that's the way I looked at it. Unless you're jumping as high as you can and just, <laughs> just tipping the ball, missing. right? Well, then... um, So, yeah, there was... uh, And and then I think the other thing was, um, and that's why I was almost late, uh, they were going to do live uh, snapping with the two guys that they chose out of Two guys. That's what I was going to ask you. Two guys. Overton Mm -hmm. and Addington. Okay. And Overton's the guy that has experience. I mean, he's been with... This is... I think the Cowboys are his... Well, it's his seventh go-around... Two of those with the Chargers, not back-to-back either, by the way. Uh, so he's been around the league. He snapped uh, last uh, – uh, I had it written down. Uh, but he had been with somebody. Rams. The Rams, that's right. But well, it was the Rams, this, that, that was this – yeah, this year. Yeah. Chargers last year. Would you like me to run it down for you? Sure, go ahead, since you got that list. Uh, we're uh, – okay, so um, – you got to start at the Matt top. Overton – is 37 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Tracy, California. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want me to start at the very top, which would <laughs> he be was born. Diablo Valley College, <laughs> no. 0304, the then first. Western Washington, 0506. The, well, All right. The first NFL team. <laughs> okay. Now, 07. The hospital. Where I think he was that born. adds to it. That, yeah, He's where from he came Western from. Western Washington. <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't know they had a uh, no Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington has a red field. I don't know what color Western, Western Washington. Washington. The Cowboys That's had just a, the Pacific. A, they have a safety from Eastern Washington. From Eastern, this is Western Washington. Okay, that's my point. Eastern has the field. Right? Eastern has yeah. the red, red field. field. It's yeah. Western in the bay, or what? it's in the west. Yeah, it's, it's in, in the water. In yeah. the sound, I guess <laughs> right. it is out there. Western Washington. All right. Um, naturally, Seahawks. This yes. First. Okay, and he was. It was just probably in the off season. We, he didn't play any game. The Tri Cities Fever. No, we don't need to know. The Florida Tuskers. <laughs> no, but that's impressive. The Seahawks again as a practice squad or off season addition in 2010. That was three years after his initial journey there. All right, and then he was with the Omaha Nighthawks, uh, 2010-11. Is that like indoor? And maybe I, let's let's pretend it is okay. Who and cares? then finally, finally, with the Indianapolis Colts for five seasons, oh, 2012 okay. through 16, Jacksonville 17 and 18, so two years there, Chargers in 19, Titans in 20, Chargers in 21, great age. Rams, yes, <laughs> Rams practice squad this year. And now Cowboys practice squad. We'll see if he gets in the game. He made the Pro Bowl in 2013. Oh, well, you know what? That, that's with the Colts. Good. That's the guy, right? Right? Because oh, the other guy, break. the other guy. Well, he's 37 years old, though. He so what? Well, well, all he's you gotta do is snap the ball. <laughs> yeah, just snap the ball. Well, I don't care if he. They're not even. Get, they can't get hit in the head anymore. No. Yeah, they just well, snap the ball. The last guy didn't hurt his shoulder snapping the ball, did he? No, he was. So you got to do a little something else. No, he 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 was. Uh, there was a lack of protection there, <laughs> right? And he reacted. You know, he urgently. grabbed the guy and threw him down. He shouldn't have done. That was the problem. Yeah. If, now, every, if everyone's solid, then you don't have so, so now, what's the name of the other gent? Addington. First name. Um, I'm pretty sure Addington would do it. You don't think Addington will get <laughs> yeah, that's I don't not think enough. we could beat yeah. him. Tucker. <laughs> Tucker Addington. All right, you talk and I'll he's, look uh, up him. He's, he's very young. Uh, USFL uh-huh. was his last stop. And just to – I don't mean to destroy the suspense – but when they went out there, Mike said that they would go live in kicking drills. So yeah. uh, for all the snaps for Maurer kicking field goals, and from what I saw before I had to leave, all the snaps for punter Brian Anger, it was number 45. Mm-hmm. So That's the 37-year-old. That's the 37-year-old. Okay, And so. they were all good snaps, by the way. There were nothing like over the holder's head or you know into his body. They, they were really good snaps. Do they have some type of a algorithm for grading? Accuracy? Sna- yes, uh, long snappers. Well, that was the other funny part in the in the press conference because Todd Archer said, "So is it accuracy or speed?" Mm-hmm. And Mike said, "Well, accuracy." And he goes, "Well, the speed's usually one point two seconds." And McCarthy said, "I don't have an answer for that." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Someone should. But I'm sure. Yeah, because sure you have to you have to weigh it. out right timing versus accuracy. Yeah, because that's important. And this is big, really. No, it is. It. It's bigger this than people big. think. Right? Yes, it is. We saw what happened. In, in against Pittsburgh, against, I can't remember who it was. But Michael Fitzpatrick played. It was since played. It was Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And, and the kicker that had missed any kicks. Yeah. And all of a sudden he goes to Pittsburgh. Michael and, and pa- Michael Fitzpatrick came in there. He 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 dared wrong. He dared correctly. Right. And and the guy missed the field goal. 
So that those kind of things can be exploited. Especially since the Cowboys have been relying on field goals, We right? have been kicking. Ten of them. Literally in kicking. four them. games. Yes. Okay, this is what I've gathered on the other guy, Tucker Addington, a product of New Braunfels Canyon High School, 2015 it, grad, went to Sam Houston Sam State. Sam Houston State. Sam, and then Sam Houston State has had a really good yeah. football program mm-hmm. there. And uh, through 2019, um in 2022 with the Houston Gamblers. Well, no, USFL 2. Houston, USFL. What does that mean? I don't know. What is USFL 2? The, the second season? The second, 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 second coming of the USFL. Yeah. Iteration? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Houston Gamblers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. And I didn't. I just saw him snapping to warm up, and it was fine. But when they went behind the line, uh, Overton got all the snaps that I saw. So they say they signed two. To the practice squad. Okay. And they had room. And they will elevate one for the next three weeks. Why Why two still? I they mean, wanted competition to, to see, let them snap against each other, then pick the best one. And if he fails, then the other guy's still on your practice squad, right? So a tryout, that means Basically, you're signed. Yeah. Just for a tryout, you get signed. Well, you can you can work out. But if you stay for practice, you got to be signed to at least the practice squad. Okay, let me give you a a few more reasons why they signed two, Everson. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. All right, we ran down his resume. So he's been with the Jags in 18, Chargers 19, Titans 20, Chargers 21, Ram. That's five teams in five years. And so I think you don't want to bring a second guy in just in case. Do, do, do they give how many games he's he's snapped? Is I can that find on there? That. I can find that. That would be you know significant, I think. Mm-hmm. And they don't have probably any any uh, analysis or stats for snaps, like right? like we had for LP, where right. he was perfect for right. how many years? Uh, no bad snaps in two hundred and fifty-three straight games. It was, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, sixteen seasons. That's should have given the call there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Overton. Oh, wait, keep talking. So so anyway, th- that's significant. The other thing uh, in practice, I can tell you uh, that uh, Dak was still doing uh, work on the cords, so he's working on his legs. Uh, he still had the whatever that protective covering is on his hand. Uh, that hasn't been taken off. He was a Chargers full-time snapper. I mean, all 17 games okay. last year. Last year. Okay. Nine games with the Titans in 20. And no games in 19 for any, whoever he's Must with. Must have been practice And squad. 11 games with Jacksonville in 18. So with all those years of experience, you can sign the guy, you stay with him, but then you're always looking for somebody less expensive that can do the job, mm-hmm. probably. That's what happens when you've got that many years in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, unless you're with somebody that they trust you, and um, but they always are looking for somebody cheaper at that spot. And I did find out that the emergency uh, game day snappers are the tight ends. Uh, Jake Ferguson. It's like with Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. Jake Ferguson and Dalton Schultz are probably the two guys. All right, so now what's going on with Jake Ferguson, who is on the injury report? He had mm-hmm. – where's my injury list? I, don't I know have it right here. It was a knee 
Uh, he's out there, though. Okay. So he and, just and, and McCarthy said he'd start with Britain and with yeah. the idea to work into team. And and Schultz was, I think, full. Uh, and I saw him out uh, ahead of practice before everybody went out, and he was he was working on different things. So he should be good to go. Okay. So so they won't guy. have they won't have to elevate uh, McEwen. McEwen, right? Okay. They'll have their three guys. Okay. All right, so that gets you up to date on what's going on as far as the deep snapper on this team and many other things, and I can't wait for today's mix shot from Mickey, which is coming up shortly. That was quick. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh, Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back back to Mixed Shots. <laughs> Mickey is looking for his read. 
And uh, we're back here on Mix Shots with breaking news from the practice field. Mm-hmm. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott has incorporated holding a football in his side work with Director of Rehabilitation Britt Brown. Holding it. Holding a football is now part of the process. But he was holding the football during the game. Yeah. Yes, he was. And last week. Last week this, he was holding it. This is breaking news on Twitter. I'm so this sorry. is holding post uh post uh, this is like doing drills with coming a ball out. in so his hand so he's still holding the yeah football. he's just <laughs> that's right he's continuing to hold and the by the way k post roofing and waterproofing <laughs> is a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home have your roof checked by choice not by chance call now 214-225-4860 kpostcompany.com i was almost late because i a went back to get my read, that read and now i can't and then find you couldn't it. We took find a it big anyway. chance in you yeah. finding that read all right so i think i'm ready for a mix shot what do you think everson yeah i'm ready for one too but make make it seems more confused than mm-hmm. a i don't rant. know that he's ready for yeah. to Fire off a mix shot right now. He found the read. You were right. It was under the Rams. <laughs> That's what I kept saying. Look under That's the, the mix. That's the mix shot right there. I can't never find I, my stuff. I had the read. Okay. So you do a mix shot on why you can't find stuff. That's right. Yeah, that happens. You know a what lot, you right? can find though in the mess hall today. We can find fair food. Texas really? Great State Fair. Great wow. State Fair of Texas food. So we're talking corny dogs. Turkey. Fletcher, not just any corny dogs. Well, that part I don't know. Fletcher's no, corny dogs. No, I think dogs. it's the star corny dogs. Oh, they make still them. Still, not bad. Okay. Turkey, not bad at turkey all. Turkey legs. Yes. Tater tots. That's mm. why Nate Newton had a smile on his face as he was walking down <laughs> Tur- the Nike Starwalk back from the mess hall. That's the ago. old Nate. We got, uh, we got skinny Nate now. That was big Nate. <laughs> Frozen yogurt. Uh, there, then Nate maybe had some yogurt with mm-hmm. him coming down the hallway. Not bad. Mm-hmm. So... When we finish, if you guys want to, so are we dog, saying? Me know. So the players eat this food, right? They yeah. So and this and is then there's, and this then, is uh, the state fair food is very nutritious. There's two different stations. Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't know what station he's talking about. Uh, three, <laughs> the state fair is at one, and then they'll. You mean have, the fried Snicker bar? Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? No, we, they don't serve. They that. got peanuts in it. That's supposed to be good for you. Whatever they serve here, they cook. Chocolate. Uh, Chef Andrew's really good. Okay. And they we got were great very, food here. By the way, and this will be my last mix shot, we were very grateful that they brought him to training camp this year. Mm, I bet you were. Mm-hmm. You, had to, you had to ride your bike a little longer in training That's camp? That's right. I bet <laughs> Absolutely. <you> <laughs> and Nate says, chicken meatballs, baby, and going back to get my two turkey legs. Chicken meatballs. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that sounds good. Blasphemous. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to an Italian restaurant and get chicken meatballs? Yeah, you don't you don't you don't replace or substitute an Italian restaurant. That's right. They get offended. All right. The yes. Los Angeles Rams, the opponent this week. And as we've firmly established from the outset of this show, the Cowboys are nobody's underdogs, not even against the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. And we know why. You know why he speaks like that? Why does he speak like that? Because he is having 
flashbacks of doomsday defense back in the 1970s. What was, was that in the 70s? The 5-0 game versus It was 1970 Detroit playoff game Detroit, against the right? Detroit Lions, one of my favorite Cowboy games and ever. What did, what did Tom Landry say? That was his favorite Cowboy game Was it ever. really? He said that's the best defensive game he's ever seen in his I entire can, life. I can still remember, and I think... Mel Renfro picked one off yes, at the end of the at game. The, Mel Renfro picked one off. And I think the game wasn't televised locally. And maybe we was. were picking it up with my dad's cowboy antenna, so we were picking it up off a Tyler station or Sherman station or was something. Was it a home game? Because it was a home game Not a at the Cotton Bowl in 1970. And I remember specifically Cold game with a radio, <laughs> listening to it on the radio, and for some reason, I remember be. I must have been so nervous <laughs> on the staircase at my house. Okay, listening to it on the radio, and I specifically remember Vern Lundquist calling that game. And when Mel Renfro picked off the pass to secure the victory, five nothing over the Detroit Lions, he exclaimed, "Listen to this madhouse crowd roar!" <laughs> That's what I remember. From that good game. It, it wasn't a mad house. So even, it, it, let's say, 1970 and even 73, up to 73, they're looking at this defense being the 4.0 Cowboys defense. D, d, so that was Doomsday 1. That was Doomsday. Yeah, original that, was Doomsday. Doomsday. that was Doomsday 0. And so did Doomsday <laughs> 2 come along like in the 1977 Super Bowl? I believe. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, mm-hmm. Went over the Broncos two point oh two point oh well yeah. and so the, you, know, you yeah. think about it okay so Randy White was wasn't on the original Doomsday so right. he would have been yeah. on Doomsday two mm-hmm. and too tall mm-hmm. and, and Harvey so it would have been the Doomsday one is don't, the Bob don't forget Lilly. Harvey co MVPs yeah that's right in the seventies that's right that's right. Yeah. that's right right so Doomsday one would have been the Bob Lilly Leroy Jordan Mel Renfro Cornell Green mm-hmm. and go on and on Chase. Chuck Halley. That's who's right. going to going into the Hall yeah. of Fame very soon? Dave uh, Edwards probably. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. he was on that team. Yep. So your so you go your to, homework who's assignment. Doom, who's Doomsday three then? I want to say your homework assignment is come up with a nickname for this defense. Well, they didn't call the Super Bowl team defense of the '90s, which was ranked number one in the league in '92, and they in won what the category? Super Bowl. It wasn't called Doomsday three. No, it wasn't called Doomsday. It wasn't anything. called anything. No. Just awfully. It, no, they, they, they were called was, the triplets. That's why they were yeah, called the right. triplets. Everybody that's right. focused on the Everybody offense. focused on that. Yeah. But you're sitting here with Charles Haley, Deion Sanders, you know, Darren Woodson, Who, by Kevin the way, Smith, uh, Ken Haley. Norton Jr. And, and after that, I think is it Robert Jones. Was it mm-hmm. Robert Jones? Robert Jones mm-hmm. was a rookie. Mm-hmm. Leon Lett, uh, Russell Maryland. It's a squad, guys. That's a heck of a squad. Chad Hennings. <laughs> Chad Hennings. That's a heck of a squad. Kevin but they, Smith. But they didn't. I, I called Pup already. You did call. They him. didn't. Okay. They didn't give them any recognition because everyone thought that the triplets carried the team. Yeah. And that oh. offensive line as well. You asked what category? Nineteen ninety-two uh, total yards given up. They were number one in the league. They were give- fifth in points uh, given up. Mm-hmm. And I just don't remember them. I guess because that's right because we we focus so much on the triplets. That's and, right, and, and they were right. also ranked pretty high. I want to say it was either ninety four or ninety six mm-hmm. defensively. Um, but yeah, no. So your homework assignment has come up with a nickname for this defense. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, in ninety three, number two in scoring defense and scoring offense. Mm-hmm. 
They were number 10 in yards in 93. But some of that is you know, if you're ahead and another right. team is getting yards on you. And they were ahead a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and 94. They rarely, play, they rarely play from behind. 94. The, the 94 defense, number one in yards given up, number three in scoring defense, number two in scoring offense. Aha, I had it. 95. They did a little bit of a drop-off. They were number three in scoring defense in 95, number nine in total yards. Who's the defensive uh, coordinator on this in the 90s? Uh, well, well, it started off with Dave Wanstan mm-hmm. and then Butch Davis mm-hmm. and then Dave Jim, Campo. Yes. Was Jim Eddy in there? No, that was the false report. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Funny story. That's f- So myself and Mike Ducey uh, were taping the end-of-season wrap-up uh, early because Jerry, well, we were going to the Super Bowl, whatever year it was, and Jerry knew who was going to be the defensive coordinator, but he didn't want to. He looked at us and he goes, oh, I don't know, i got too many ears here. Uh, and so uh, John Chang, who had been the TV director, uh, said, well, why don't you just give us three, and then one of them will be the right one, and we'll pick it out, right? So he gave us uh, Dave Campo, Joe Avazano, and Jim Eddy. Avazano? Yes. <laughs> God rest his soul, by the so, way. <laughs> so it was like, okay. So when he walked off, I, I, uh, I walked off with him, and I said, so if I pick Dave Campo, am I going off on a limb? Well, you're thinking right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so the next— There wasn't enough ears around The next then. morning, it, one of the papers reported that uh, Jim Eddy was going to be uh, the defensive coordinator. And so uh, it was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next morning, it was the Cowboys overnight changed their mind. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's what he said. That's how they covered Ah, that's how he covered his butt. I got you. <laughs> Wow. So, so Bill, you're looking that up. I mean, the 80s. Well, okay. And then, uh, let me take it one step further. Even in 96. Mm-hmm. I said 96, didn't I? What did you say about I 96? I said they were number, really good. Number three defense, yeah. scoring defense and total yards, while the offense was 25th ranked scoring in 96. And then, okay, let's take it to 97. Because that, that Michael is, Irvin missed the first six games. In that 90, is a, 97, number two in yards given up. But I'm c- sorry, that's that's an amazing streak they have going right there. Yeah. Of consistent defense. Top ten. Yes. Top five. You're looking at top yeah. five in almost every game. Ninety eight. They were third in scoring defense. Well, just keep going. Oh, what, Dave get- Campo's listening. Yeah, that's my defense is there. That's my defense is <laughs> oh, If he was yelling, I could hear him. Get if he was yelling, we'd get, hear him. Get to the early 2000s. Are they receiving even top five in 99? <laughs> get to the early 2000s when Zim took over. Uh-huh. And uh, it was either 2002 or 2003. Right. Uh-huh. 2000 fell off to 22nd. Yeah. Now you want like 2001, two and three somewhere in there. They they I think they were number one. They have to be. Uh, that uh, was when they. That was when Quincy was there, right? 2001, yeah. they were fourth. 2002 fell back to 18th. 
Coaching change, oh three. That's Here it. comes Parcells and running a three, running in uh, four three still. Mm-hmm. But uh, Zimmer in oh three with number one, number two in scoring defense, and number one in yards. Mm-hmm. How about that for yep. memory, Mike That's Zimmer? Right. Couldn't find my read, but That's boy, right. I know those number That's ones. Right. <laughs> so the eighties, and then fell off in oh four. By the way, yes. to twenty seventh in scoring defense, and that's when the switch was made to the three four defense. Uh-huh. And Demarcus Ware was your number one pick, and Marcus Spears. Marcus was Spears was nine second picks later, first round. Pick. So mm-hmm. no one's interested in the eighties. The eighties, no super. Well, besides two thousand, no one really cares about the eighties because we did not go to a Super Bowl. So we are always the red-headed stepchild. They forget about the 80, 81, and 82 Now, seasons. I don't know how – I know passing, we were always near the bottom. But interceptions, of course, at the top. How was, how was our run defense in the 80s? That's, uh, that was something that we hung our head on because that was supposed to counter our in, inexperienced Another reason defense. why we need a media guide in here. Uh, your run defense, you want to start what year? 81. 80. 81. No, 80, they suck. Okay, 81. There yet. <laughs> uh, the defense was 7th, uh, ranked 7th in scoring defense, 20th in yards, run defense, 16th hmm. in the league. Okay. Okay. Now we fast forward to 82. Well, that was only nine games. Yeah, it was a nine game, but still. You, they have a ranking. Thir- third in scoring defense. 13th in run defense, 11th in pass defense. 83 was probably still 83, a 12-4 season, 20th in scoring defense, number two in scoring offense, and but number two in rush defense. So that pass defense, Everson was so Everson. <laughs> no, yeah, I knew it was, it was going to be tough. I told you he was. He we, was we got the fifth in interceptions. We got the picks. That's uh-huh. right. <laughs> he was making a lot of tackles that year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they had eighties on their jerseys. <laughs> and see what happened in the eighties. The the flex started to become exposed. You know, Chicago was running on as well because of you know here comes. Walter Payton had great running backs, of course, in the 80s. It, and it Eric only took Dickerson, 20 years for him to figure right, out how to They finally figured out <laughs> that zone blocking is what they needed. You had the Hogs came through. You had the Rams with Jackie Slater, Ken Hill, had a great offensive line. Eric Dickerson, still, I, he's still running on us. I'm still, I still see his legs and I running in to front that of him. too, by the way. And he has um, – so that he averaged, what, over 200 yards on us every time he played. So speaking – Including, uh, I hate to bring this up, the but I just game. happened to be on that page right now. That playoff loss mm. to the Rams, it was 34 carries for 240 yards. Was that yards. here? Was that here? That was there. Well, yeah. And, and here, 34 carries, 248 yards, and two touchdowns. 34 carries. Mm-hmm. They 20, had a, 20 to nothing Rams. They had win. a quarterback that was Spag's height <laughs> from Canada. Dieter Brock. Dieter Brock. Dieter Brock, who was six of twenty-two for fifty yards in that game, and one I, I think Mickey would have been six for twenty-two, and, and one one interception. It should have been two, but Randy White jumped off sides. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who got that interception. Yeah, I wonder who got both of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay, so there you go. There's your trip down memory lane. Defense, defense wins championships, that's it, baby. There you go. All right, we continue with more mix shots in a moment. <laughs> We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. 
Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Miller Lite is proud to bring you Q BBQ Fest Dallas, located at the Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium. Join your Cowboys from November 4th through the 6th for some of the best barbecue in the country, not Texas, in the country. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Okay, so we were taking a trip down memory lane, Cowboys-Rams, that uh, infamous playoff game back in 1985 when Eric Dickerson went for 34 carries, 248 yards, and two touchdowns, and the Cowboys lost 20 to nothing despite two interceptions by Everson hmm. Walls, although only one is in the record book. And that was the <laughs> that was the eighty five season. That was the eighty five eighty five season. Fast forward and does history 80s. repeat itself in some ways in the playoffs? Well we take you to two thousand eighteen and the Cowboys headed west again to take on the Rams in the playoffs. At Memorial Coliseum. By oh the way. that's right. And exactly. we sat in a basically converted press box that was a trailer they stuck up there. You mean like the, you mean L.A. Coliseum? Yeah. They really? were, That's where they played the game? They were renovating it for Southern Cal yeah. before they moved to SoFi. And the press box was 
a trailer they stuck up on one of the corridors, and the bathroom were were porta potties out in the hallways. See that when you talk when you start talking about history, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of facilities you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was I, to play there for me. That was amazing to play right. in the L.A. Coliseum. I, that's when the Raiders moved to town. And, you know, had a good game there and everything. But I felt really proud to play that. That was pretty, pretty I, cool. I uh, broadcast a game from on top of the press box at the Coliseum in L.A. Cool, I was in law school at the time. Wow. Oklahoma played Southern Cal, number one versus number two teams in the country. I broadcast the game for the student station, KGOU Radio. The look is beautiful. John Mazur threw a touchdown pass to Fred Cornwell with two seconds. Fred second, Cornwell, to, my dude. Two seconds left in the game. <laughs> As the <laughs> as the Trojans beat the Sooners, I came home to Norman, Oklahoma. I called my dad in tears and said, "I'm quitting law school." <laughs> he said, and he was an attorney. He said, "Good, <laughs> you knew. should never have been in law school to begin with. You need to go be a sportscaster." So that is my. Was it because you were such a good sportscaster? Because you I had really no clue, no clue. <laughs> he just hated law, law school. <laughs> exactly. So I went to Lubbock. I went to Lubbock, Texas. Uh, first TV job in Lubbock, Texas, making less than twelve thousand dollars a year. And met my wife, and still married today. With and three your, kids and your, and and your three dad, son-in-laws. your dad did not want to tell you. No, no, he said I had to. Uh, he wanted. He wanted to let me find out yeah, for myself. But the lesson you. learned: follow your passion. And wasn't it? And, wasn't and it he beautiful? knew I shouldn't be there, but he knew I had to learn that lesson. You what know? wasn't? What is the Coliseum just? Just beautiful. You know, the grass yeah. and greener. Oh, you know, unbelievable. Uh, you know, you know what the the neat thing was is out in the outside part uh, on the the side that they have are the are, is it columns or whatever they call. Out there, they've got plaques of all the big events there, uh, along with some of the stars that played in, in, in base. Mm-hmm. You guys probably don't remember this. I do. Uh, the 59 World Series, the Dodgers and the White Sox, the Dodgers were playing their home games at the Coliseum. That's so they played How baseball. They fit a baseball. Yeah, well, <laughs> here, here was the deal. <laughs> Center field went forever. <laughs> And, and the shortest porch in baseball. Say, oh, right, field, right field was like 270 oh, feet. Oh, my or God. Yeah, yeah. And they, so they got a plaque commemorating that. So Maris but they was also, there? Maris was there? Yeah, you right. Said Yankees, right? Yeah. No, no, the White Sox. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said The Yankees. White Sox yeah. were <laughs> one of two teams in the 50s that beat out the Yankees for the World Series. Mm-hmm. The other one was Cleveland, I want to say 54. Mm-hmm. And the manager of both of those teams was the same, Al Lopez. Hmm. How about that for some history? How about that? But, you know, the neat plaque was they have the Olympics, uh, both of them that were there, and they've got listed the winners in all the track events. Uh, I did not see that. That was pretty cool. I did not see that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so it's on the outside. That's on the outside. Out, of the outside of the okay. stadium. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, that's why we didn't Where see Where they had the food trucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I get back to <laughs> yes, you? Sir, yes, please. Sir. Back right. to your the cor- numbers. The correlation <laughs> that with the 1985, remember Dickerson went for 34, 248, and 2. Well, in 2018, as we all saw, C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley combined for 39 carries for 238 yards and three touchdowns against the Cowboys in that 30-22 to Rams win. And that was with Sean McVay as the coach. 
And, of course, the Rams wound up going to the Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But, all right, this is a Sean McVay coach Rams team that has been successful in the past, has proven against the Cowboys in a playoff game. If they can run the football, even with Jared Goff at quarterback, they can go to a Super Bowl. But they didn't run the ball early this year, right? Well, the running backs hurt, right? Um, They've got, well, it's not C.J. Anderson or Todd Gurley, right? Oh, yes, C.J. The two of those guys made up one Dickerson. So they're they're the 16th. Oh, you want offense. Running the football, they're 30th right now. With Daryl Henderson – and Cam Akers, and against San Francisco the other night, Henderson had seven carries for 27 yards, and Akers had eight carries for 13 yards. So they had 15 carries for 40 yards combined against the Niners on Monday night. And they weren't doing – and they did not score a touchdown in that game. So look up 2020. The Rams beat the Cowboys in the regular season 20-17. to Mm Mm-hmm. I want to say they had a pretty good uh, running day they did. that day, if I remember correctly. 2020. All right. We're supposed to do this homework before the show, right? Yeah, it's more fun doing it this way. It is. It's uh, a lot of time. <laughs> season opener? Was that it? Season opener? Yeah. That was it. COVID year. Home game, 20-17, to 17, Rams win, and... It was, oops, there went the page, uh, 40 carries, 153 yards for the Rams. Boy, that's that's pushing it. I mean, that's really pushing it. And they had uh, Malcolm Brown, who's, by the way, back on the team, 18 carries, 79 yards, and two touchdowns, the former Texas Longhorn. Cam Akers went 14 for 39 in that game. And the last win the Cowboys had there was 2019. Cowboys scored – oh, this was a home game, though. Um, 44-21 was the 2019 the last Cowboys win. And the Cowboys, according to this, it's not counting the playoffs, says they have won four of the last six meetings dating back to 2011. So really four of the last 12 if you count the, the playoffs. Okay, so to complete this, let me look at that 2019 game and uh, the Rams in that game, Mm -hmm. 14 carries, 22 yards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the key. So we might have landed on a key. What a nugget. (laughs) All because Dickerson ran over us in 1985. Todd Gurley had 11 (laughs) carries for 20 yards in that game against the Cowboys. That was the injured Todd Gurley. He just wasn't the same Mm -hmm. after a while. You know why the Rams only ran for that little in that game? Because the Cowboys got up on them early. First, the halftime score of that game was 28-7 Cowboys. They led at one point 37-7 in the fourth quarter. You don't run the football much when you're trailing 37-7. Yeah, we were kind of pissed off that game. Which gets back to... Get ahead. Right. If you go back at last year, how many times did the Cowboys fall behind in the first half of games by double digits? And they lost. If You can look at every single one of the losses, and in the first half they fell behind by double digits. And they had to throw, throw, throw. Mm-hmm. 
which, you know, they did it well, but you don't want to have to do that. And so why are, you know, this year they're not running it great, but they're not falling behind. Because you got a defense. That's right. That's it, baby. And we go and right back why, to where we started all this. That's why we're this, nobody's right? underdog. underdog. That's right. right. <laughs> I don't care who's playing quarterback. If you fall behind by double digits in the second quarter of a game, it's a lot more difficult to win mm-hmm. that football game. Especially when it's the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So that was a productive four. Well, I hope all minutes. you guys out there I'll listening to this are I hope taking McCarthy notes. Was listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. All right. And so we'll have a fabulous football Friday State Fair edition of Mixed Shots coming your way on Friday at noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!